Hi everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony with another exciting edition of Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm good, how are you? Doing alright. Did you have a nice weekend? I did, you? I did, it was one of those get a lot done weekends, I love those. Yeah, very exciting. So news? Sure. What's been happening? Oh, uh, well, very sad news coming out of the uh, world of Disney this weekend, and the, the big sad news is that Russie Taylor who was the voice of Minnie Mouse uh, for 30-some-odd years, uh, passed away over the weekend. Uh, she was 75, and uh, she's named a Disney legend in 2008, along with her uh, husband, who was um, Wayne Allwine, who was the voice of Mickey Mouse for 36 years. He passed away about 10 years ago, so she uh, had to get used to a new Mickey. Um, but she voiced uh, many characters over the years. She wasn't just specifically a Disney voice actress. And I think you you know some of the other characters that she Well, uh, for portrayed. Disney, she did Huey, Dewey, and Louie in DuckTales, one of my favorites. The original DuckTales, not this new <laughs> hipster DuckTales that they have. And she also voiced uh, Baby Gonzo. And then going outside of the Disney bubble, um, Strawberry Shortcake and some characters on The Simpsons. Martin Prince and uh, Sherry and Terry, the twins. So, uh, very sad day, and I think Bob Iger even released a press release saying that Mickey and Russie had worked together for many years and that it would be a big hit for the Disney organization. So, uh, so very sad. Yes. Um, let's see, what else do we have? So, there was on Saturday night, uh, there was a power outage at Disney Springs. Seemed like it might be a big deal. Turned out to not be that big a deal. Uh, lasted only an hour. And the restaurants and shops that were without power, most of them were able to run on like backup generators for that hour. So Jeez, Between power outages and water mains exploding, they're having some issues with the infrastructure. I know, there. right? That's what happens when you grow too big. Um, coming out of more uh, the Marvel side, Marvel will be celebrating their 80th anniversary uh, at the end of August. So in 1939, uh, the first issue of Marvel uh, debuted, and in order to celebrate, they're going to be releasing some new art by Adam Kubert. Um, they're also going to be issuing a free Marvel magazine and um, a paid Marvel Comics 1000, which will have a, a storyline and guest artists and, and tons of characters appearing. Um, Marvel started 1939, their first big character. Um, was actually the Human Torch, but it wasn't the Human Torch that we know from the Fantastic Four, which was Johnny Storm. It was the Android Human Torch, and uh, the Android Human tor Torch actually appeared in the first Captain America movie as uh, you see him in a glass tube inside the expo where they see uh, Tony Stark's father debuting his flying car. Fascinating. Yes, it is. Oh, and uh, retailers will include Disney stores... Um, FYE, Amazon, Box Lunch, um, and then just local comic book shops. Yeah, so if you're a comic fan, uh, look for that. Very good. Um, the airport in the Orlando uh, airport will be closing for refurbishment on July 29th, and that's going to be scheduled to reopen on November in November of 2019. So, you know, if you're at Disney World and you're looking for that last-minute gift and you think, oh, I haven't found anything, but I'll just grab something in the airport, you don't do that because But don't they have that open. second Disney store in the airport still? I don't know. There's one in each terminal, if I recall correctly. Well, I'm not jumping between terminals. 
Okay. Um, also, let's see. It's going to be Tower of Terror is having its 25th anniversary. And in honor of that, there's a new PhotoPass animated magic shot, uh, which is actually pretty cool. It uses your um, ride photo and it sort of zooms out to look at the um, Tower of Terror and then back in at your photograph. So that's kind of cute. Something to something extra to get. Yes, actually, I'm just going to interrupt you real quick. So there, there are two Disney stores. There's the Magic of Disney store, and then there is the Earport store. So there, uh, there's two of them, just like they have two Universal stores. Okay, good to know. And have you seen, speaking of the Tower of Terror's 25th anniversary, have you seen the memes that have, or I guess it's not a meme because there's no words to it, but uh, they have the Tower of Terror decked out like a birthday cake, like kind of they did the castle for no. Disneyland's, uh, or Disney World's anniversary. So Fine. it's pretty funny because I hated that. Yeah, that, cake. that was awful. Um, also celebrating um, an anniversary is the Rock and Roller Coaster. It will be celebrating its 20th anniversary, and new merchandise has been released to celebrate that. It's available at select locations in Hollywood Studios. Remember when the big rumor was they were going to turn that into the Jonas Brothers uh, roller coaster? Rock and Roller Coaster <laughs> with the Jonas Brothers? <laughs> I, would, I would actually enjoy that. Um, let's see. Uh, movies. Movies. So The Lion King is number one in the box office for two weekends in a row. I uh, don't know how much it made this week. First weekend, I think it made $583 million, which is a pretty big amount worldwide. And um, Aladdin has finally crossed the 100, oh, I'm sorry, the 100, the $1 billion mark. So it, uh, you know, Avengers Endgame is probably safe. I don't think Aladdin's going to be challenging it for the number one movie of all time. But in, in this podcaster's honest opinion, Aladdin was a much better live-action movie than uh, Lion King. Yes, we'll be buying Aladdin on uh, Blu-ray, whereas we'll probably... I would skip the Lion King one. Tony's going to buy it under protest. Tony needs his Disney movie rewards points so we can take another (laughs) tour of the the studios in Burbank. Right. Um, And then lastly, uh, the Liberty Square um, Marketplace, the seating there, the area is closed off for refurbishment. This is in the Magic Kingdom. Um, It's the Scrims are around the seating area. It's taking up a rather large portion of Liberty Square. Um, The location is still open for purchases, however. Of course. Of course. So that's it for news. Um, So we're going to go back to um, Disneyland, where we were. We had walked through the Disneyland portion um, in California, but we haven't really touched at all on the California Adventure. So we're just going to talk about some of the attractions that we did when we were there at the California Adventure side. Yeah. So. And uh, our, our first time to California Adventure was uh, 1999 when it was just a preview center. Um, and it, it was pretty much just a big pile of dirt. Yeah, it was like used a to hole be in the, the parking ground. lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, we finally made it back 20 years later after lots of, oh, let's go this year, let's go this year. Um, the girl's finally big enough for a trip to California. And, uh, you know, I was excited to finally go to California Adventure because it, it seemed really cool. And, and they had just updated Paradise Pier. Uh, to the whole Pixar Pier, um, although I was a little upset that when we went, uh, Pixar Land was no longer there, right? And we didn't get to ride the Choo Choo Train. Oh, you mean the Bugs? Uh, Bugs Land, sorry. Bugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was really looking forward to riding Heimlich uh, and the Choo Choo Train. Oh, well, you gotta go. You gotta go more than every twenty years if you want to catch all the attractions. Right. So, um, some of the attractions there. We should probably start with the, some of the bigger ones. Um, they have a 
rather large roller coaster there. That's um, in Pixar Pier the called the Incredicoaster. You didn't do that, did you? I didn't do that. No, the girls and I did it once. Um, and my girls are actually a little bit um, timid about roller coasters, but they really liked it and ended up going on it a second time, just the two of them. Um, so that was a good one. Yeah, it, uh, it, it's pretty cool. It uses a magnetic launch uh, system. And uh, I think the cool part was that, you know, you're running along with Dash and you can hear him coming. And then all of a sudden you see... You see his footprints because they have air cannons in the water making it look like he's running. These are all the things that you notice when you're standing on the side watching the whole thing happen because I didn't notice any of those things when I was on the ride. Oh, really? No, because I was, you know, you're just nervous about the ride. Uh, Yeah, that I could It's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, but uh, I watched it a lot. It was fun. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun to watch. Um, Their uh, Tower of Terror is no longer Tower of Terror there. It's Guardians of the Galaxy now. So that was Mission Breakout. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, very well themed. Um, you know, they kind of took like that kind of rundown, scary movie, uh, hotel, uh, theme from Tower of Terror and really plussed it up into, you know, something that you would see in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie somewhere in, in, you know, one of the planets or areas that they visit. And, uh, I thought it was great. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different drop sequences and, uh, we only got to ride it once. But apparently things change, and it's a lot based on whichever song is playing uh, when you're when you're in there. I don't even remember what song was playing. I don't know. The music's very good, though, yeah. so that that helps the ride, makes it that much more fun. Um, of course, the huge thing over at California Adventure is Cars Land. What do you think of Cars Land? I, I thought Cars Land was amazing. Um, why this is not in Florida? I know with all the changes they're doing in Florida, right. that should have been the first it, one. I, I mean, when you look at the uh, things like the Cadillac Range, which is a mountain range that looks like the backside, you know, the, the, the rear ends of Cadillacs, um, it, amazing. The theming, it, it looks like you are walking, you know, onto the Cars movie set. As, as much as I was impressed, as much as I was impressed with uh, Beauty and the Beast when we went to Beast's Castle in Orlando. Um, you know, thinking we walked into the movie, into the castle itself. Um, Cars Land was just all enveloping. Yeah, you know? it was very, it was, it was beautiful. It was, um, it was something to see, especially at night. People yeah. told me, you know, make sure you go back at night. Really, really pretty at night. So you could just sort of stand in the middle of the uh, street there and, and watch everything going on. Right. So. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, it's, it's okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. They had three rides there. Um, obviously, Radiator Springs Racers, which is uh, sort of based on the same technology as Test Track, same types of cars and such, but um, just uh, way better than Test Track. And I love Test Track. Yeah, just better theming, which makes it. You know, oh, that I don't much love more Test fun. Track since they they changed it, and it's got like this Tron look. I like the original Test Track with the with the Belgian bricks and the car testing and the the crash test dummies in the queue. But Overall, the fun part is the going fast. At the uh, Radiator end. Springs Racers. Uh, there was this little kid in the car next to us, and I was kind of like, uh, I was talking talking stuff to him, you know, via hand signals. And when we were ahead, I was like pumping my fist, and then they went ahead, and he was laughing at me, and uh, it was a, it was a great ride. Yeah, it is cute the way they have them racing. So that's that's a lot of fun. And then we did the Mater's Junker Jamboree, which was just you know sort of tractors, you oh, know, was, going in awesome. circles. It, it was, was cute, you know, it was what it's, what was expected. And then we didn't even realize that I don't even know that we realized that Luigi's was even there. We mm. knew I think we knew that there had been a tire thing there once that had gotten changed, right. but um, it's called Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters. Absolutely adorable. Yeah, it's they like move in sync 
to the music. They move in sync with each other at some point. It's, it was just really, really cute. And it's sort of hidden behind some things, so you don't see it if you're on the main street like right, pathway well, I, there. I think the first time we were walking through Cars Land, it was down. Maybe. And uh, we, Maybe you know, we, we, we just really it. didn't give it a look because we, we saw that it was closed. But yeah, really, really cute. So the best part of the podcast is actually when your equipment dies. <sighs> and then you have to recover the podcast. Your wife disappears in a huff. She goes up and changes her <laughs> in, into her pajamas because it's late. And she doesn't want to do this because she's ready for bed and she's getting cranky. All right. You may be over-exaggerating. No. But no. here we are. And where were we? We we had just finished talking about Soren and Soren over California. I thought we hadn't done that yet. Oh, you're right. <laughs> we just <laughs> cut usu- that out. I'm usually right. We just cut that out. So, Soren. Soren, yeah. So Soren exists in both uh, on both coasts. And um, they're both... When we were there, they were showing Soren around the world which is the new version of Soren. They have since brought the original Soren over California uh, back to California Adventure, which is where it started. The better Soren. Yeah. I, I like the uh, the transitions during the trip. It's a lot easier. Like, I can see going around California, but this whole going around the world thing that they're doing. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The scenes are beautiful. Yeah, they are. It just, yeah, they don't transition well, so. And, you know, the original Soren wasn't a digital projection, and they've since gone to all digital, and it's great. But I really enjoy, you know, seeing all the parts of California because when Soren debuted in California Adventure originally, um, you know, the California Adventure Park celebrates California. Um, each section of the park was supposed to be a different section of California. You had Grizzly Gulch, which was the mountains. You had Paradise Pier, which was the um, every ocean town had a amusement pier, which I think there's only two left in the state right now but you know in in the old days that's where the people went to before there were disneylands and universal studios and knott's berry farm and all that stuff um and you know soren celebrated the aviation history of california um and i just thought it was really fitting and and now that it's back in california i think it would be nice if they kept that version there and let the other parks that have soren do soren around the world yeah it's always nice also to have different versions of things in different parks so that you're not going and seeing the same thing it gives you something to look forward to to go right. you know to a different right. park as but long as you still have putty as your flight attendant then you're in, doing the, all right. in the queue I, I think you're good and we did so that was good um, some of the other things that we got to experience uh, one of our favorites animation academy yep that uh, that is a half-hour session where you get to draw a Disney character. They give you a, a, a pad, not a pad, they give you a piece of paper, um, a little lap desk, and a pencil, and you're guided on how to draw characters, which I think is great. Uh, what Disney fan doesn't want to do their own drawing? I mean, we've all doodled Mickey Mouse on our own. Yeah. And uh, to be guided, and, you know, they're, they're pretty simple ca- courses. Um, and, you know, this is something that they even do on the cruise ships. Um yeah, they used to do it in Disney World, and we always enjoyed it in Hollywood Studios. It was they just did. so fitting in Hollywood Studios. They did. That was part of the Animation Studios tour, and uh, they're doing it now in Rafiki's Planet Watch. Yeah, I think it's a sort of lame version of it. I think people are still enjoying it, but the setup's not the same. You know, you don't have the... You're not set up in something that looks like maybe an animation studio. It's just sort of a, right. a room. Right, and, a, and that was sleep. cool about Hollywood Studios is you were in the animation building and it was part of the tour and at the end of the tour of the animation building they brought you in and you learned how to draw yeah. and i think mushu was the uh the you know was was part of the show during during the, the drawing experience Maybe so that was that was a good time i don't remember that part um also a good time was the bakery tour um 
I think it's Budin, the Budin Bakery Tour. They did a, a basically a little, it's just a little walkthrough about how to make sourdough bread. So that was cute. Yeah, and um, they offered free sourdough samples. We went through a few times. <laughs> yeah, nothing beats a free sourdough sample. And that was at the uh, Pacific Wharf, the Pacific Wharf section, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we enjoyed that. Um, couple of other things, some some of the smaller um, kids rides. We did the Goofy's Sky School. I think we might have done that right after we experienced the uh, Pixar Pal Around, which is the big Ferris wheel, which seems tame enough. Um, we did do the stationary cars, but they also have sliding cars. Um, I think the very best part of that ride is just listening to um, the people who get on unexpecting how terrifying it is because those um, cars slide they do and they swing they swing and they stop abruptly there was a lot of screaming and mm-hmm. maybe some children in tears uh, that part wasn't so funny yeah, but yeah I, definitely the, good to watch there was a girl in the car behind us you could you could see her you know she's like oh, i want to get off i want to get off I yeah get the off. look of absolute terror on her face so uh be forewarned get the stationary car um or if you're not even up for that just stand around and watch because yeah. it's pretty great if you don't get the stationary car take some um, dramamine or, or bonine or whatever you're gonna take yeah i don't know a sleeping pill so you can just sleep through the whole thing um so, yeah, we did the Goofy Sky School after that. That's just a little kid drop ride. They have a lot of cute little, um, just really, amuse- you know, amusement park type rides that, you know, they're, they're themed cute, but so that was cute. Um, also, the Jesse's Critter Carousel, which had just opened um, when we were there. Very cute. Small. Smaller than I expected. I'm used to the very large, like, carousels mm-hmm. in, like, Fantasyland. Right. Um, this was much, much smaller, and the... They're not horses, but the animals right. that you said on the critters were very tiny. Um, if you're an adult, your butt will hang off the back. But, uh, so it, it was amazing. I, I really liked it because it was like, uh, you know, those little... They were like cartoon animated characters that you would have expected to see in 1950s cartoon of Sheriff Woody, mm, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it reminded me more of the uh, Universal's... Uh, what do they call it? The Susicle? Uh, yeah. Yeah characters um we also did uh monsters incorporated the mike and sully to the rescue that was just a dark ride Mm -hmm. um but a well you know a well done a a newly updated so you know for you know for the future sort of um ride it wasn't wasn't just a bunch of cardboard cutouts yeah like snow white right Right. it's it was and and a lot of stuff like you really have to pay attention to stuff in the queue because there's you know stuff going on like commercials and announcements and posters and just all tied in. You know, Imagineering does such a great job theming things, and uh, I think this really is themed very well, like I think Monstropolis. They, they do a very good job with everything Monsters Incorporated, even yeah. in Disney World when they do the left floor stuff. Mm-hmm. There's just so much to see and to look at that just makes you chuckle. Right. Um, we did the Toy Story Midway Mania, very similar to, yeah. well, maybe even exactly the same as at Disney World. Um and I think that was about it. I don't think the red car trolley was running when we were there. No, that was um, down for refurbishment. We were kind of hoping because it's awfully cute, but um, we didn't get to do that. Um, and then, so, the other thing we did was eat. Yes, we, we, like, we like to eat. We do like to eat. We do that a lot on vacation. Um, all of our sit-down dining that we did, we did in Disneyland. We didn't have any reservations for... Um, 
for California Adventure. Carthay Circle was one that was recommended to us um, after having looked at the menu. It was kind of expensive. Um, we ended up not going with that one, so we didn't have any sit-down restaurants in um, California Adventure. Right. But we ate um, a fair amount of uh, quick service. My favorite, and it was recommended that I try it, was at the Cozy Cone Motel. Um, they had mac- bacon, macaroni, and cheese in a bread in a cone. cone. It was a bread cone. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Isabel and I shared that, and that was plenty of food for two people. Right. Um, I, th- I got a corn dog from the Corn Dog Castle. We had ice cream from Clarabelle's uh, hand scooped ice cream. I don't know if we got a hot dog at Award Wieners, but we I wanted. It. I think it's a great name. It's a great name. So just love it. Um, they had uh, another hot dog place on Pixar Pier called Angry Dogs, which was themed after anger from Inside Out. Yeah, it and was. They served like more like a. Uh, what do they call them? The Carolina Hots. It was, it was more of hot dogs with a kick. Right, yeah. It was just, but it was really well themed. This is yeah. a cute little stand. Also, a very cute little stand. Um, and also over by Pixar Pier was the adorable snowman frosted treats. Right, I think the yellow snow cones were. Yes, uh, were, absolutely were adorable. So those were cute. Yeah, and, and my favorite uh, quick service, I think I ate there twice, was the Lucky Fortune Cookery, uh, which was in the uh, Pacific Wharf area. And uh, yeah, it was just it was Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty good, but right? it was it was good, well good enough for me to go there twice. Right. Um, also, I think you well, we had almost tried to it just didn't work out. I don't remember why some coordination in our family that didn't quite work out. Um, also, in the Pacific Wharf Cafe area was um, a Mexican restaurant, uh, Cocina Cucamonga. Um, I think you tried to go to that, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. One of the kids wanted something yeah, I, that was Chinese or something. That was, that was the really nice thing about the Pacific Wharf is they had it was, it's very much like uh, Animal Kingdom when you're in Africa, uh, and they have that whole little street section and it's all the little restaurants in one area. Well, the Pacific Wharf had uh, Cocino Cucamonga. They had the Luck and For- Lucky Fortune Cookery, and they had the bakery. And they were all right there, and then they shared a common seating area. Yeah, but it was big, and, and was each of the locations seating. was large. Um, in contrast to, like, the Africa area where they're mm-hmm. just, like, individual little stands. These were big um, windows for order, you know, like, with multiple, right. you know, six Five, or seven six lines. Windows, right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I ate at the bakery there at the Pacific Wharf Cafe. Um, we had the, there was, like, a soup and a bread bowl. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't remember what kind of soup we had, but um, that was very good. Really filling. Some broccoli soup? Yes, yeah. broccoli cheddar soup. Actually, Isabel just chimed in yes. and yelled broccoli cheddar. Yep. Um, we also, I think while you guys were on the Incredicoaster, <laughs> uh, I went over to Jack-Jack Cookie Num Nums and uh, got a big cookie. I just thought the lady near me was a complete idiot because she was talking to her family and she's like, did you want a Num Num cookie? And I'm like, oh my God, what is this lady? She's talking like such an idiot. Right, why is she I talking to her family like that? Yeah, but they're I actually Num Num cookies. Yeah, I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another thing that, um, is very num num that we didn't try, um, we've had it before, uh, Gear Deli, the soda fountain and chocolate shop is down in the Pacific Wharf area. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do it that often at Disney World, just there's so many other things it's at Disney Springs. Um, there's so many other things to have. That was, uh, sort of the same situation, uh, this time. There were so many other things to have, but it looked, during the day, it didn't look all there, that there crazy busy. There was anyone in there. And, and if you go to Disney Springs, you can almost never yeah. not wait. You know, there's always a line of people, but we actually walked in 
And I don't think there was anyone in line. And yeah. it had to be like, you know, one or two in the afternoon. But I think one or two in the afternoon is the key. Now, I think if we right. had gone there, at, you know, after Eight dinner time, it probably right. would have been and, a and it, it also didn't help that we were there during their, uh, their California's version of the Food and Wine Festival. Okay. Yeah, right. So there's so there was a lot plenty of other more, things to choose uh, from. A lot more, you know, temporary kiosks up with food options and, and small plate type stuff. Um, now, for years, I called it Giardelli. But apparently now it's a hard G, so it's Giardelli, right. which I, I never knew. Me either. Um, and uh, one we're other... New, we're New Englanders. What do we know? Right. But it's Italian, so we should know. I guess, but... Right. Um, so we we also stopped in but did not eat at Flo's V8 Cafe. Once again, the theming on this was amazing. It looked like... You know, you were in Eater Springs, and it was Flo's V8 Cafe. So pretty with all the neon lights at night. Just, yeah, really nice to look at. The only, the only thing I didn't like about uh, a lot of the quick service restaurants in Cars Land is uh, outside seating. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, you there know, wasn't was really much It was incredibly hot. Cozy Cone Cafe had just a couple tables. Yeah, there and were like maybe, no shade. What, four or five cones right. offering food uh, and, and drinks there. Uh, Flo's V8 Cafe... You know, hamburgers, hot dogs, chicken, full quick service, all outdoor seating, the Pacific Wharf area, outdoor seating. Yeah, which is fine if it's outdoor seating. I mean, I think that the, the weather um, in California and in Southern California is is good and you don't have to so much worry about air conditioning and, and such. I mean, we were there in April and it wasn't even really hot, um, but shade. Yeah. I mean, if you were sitting in the sun, it's just so hot in the sun. Right. No matter where you are, even if it's a lovely, even if it's 70 degrees, which it was, it was perfect. But in the sun, it, right. you know, you felt like you were going to melt. So definitely could have used a little more shade. But yeah. um, that would be my only uh, gripe. Mm-hmm. So, I'll yeah. Oh, we, no, we loved it there. We loved, um, especially, I think, California Adventure. Just a whole completely different new park. Um, it, was a, it was a really good experience. Yeah. Hopefully it's not another 20 years before we go back. I don't think it will be. No. All right, so that about wraps things up. Enjoy your work day, and Cheryl and I will talk to you tomorrow. All right, bye.